All right, all right, all right. We are back live with Kwali Kush and Kwame Remesu on a new Atheist Experience. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I want to remind you to hit that like button if you haven't done so already. And please, people, share this content on your Facebook page and help us reach more people. All you got to do is just click share, go to Facebook, hit post. It's that simple, and you'll be helping us out. That's the most you can do and the least you can do for your boy. All right, so back to the topic of today's discussion. I'm still waiting on somebody to call in and tell me why would God create Satan? Knowing that God knows everything, so God knew that Satan would rebel. And that's the whole reason for having to make Jesus and all this stuff and original sin and all that crap. So why did God set the stage for failure? That's what I want to know. Uh, this is not a new question, people. This um this question has been asked thousands of years ago. It it goes all the way back to something called the Euthyphro dilemma. It's E U T H Y P H R O, Euthyphro dilemma. The Euthyphro dilemma is found in Plato's dialogue Euthyphro, in which Socrates asks Euthyphro, is Pios loved by the gods because it is Pios, or is it Pios because it is loved by the gods? Meaning, um, basically, is something right because it's right inherent of what a god says, or does God say it's right, make it right? Which one is it? Is it is it God's? Saying it's right, make it right, or is it right and God just tells you that it's right? So, although it was originally applied to the ancient Greek pantheon, the dilemma has implications for modern monotheistic religions. Gottfried Leibniz asks whether the good and just is good and just because God wills it or whether God wills it because it is good and just. Ever since Plato's original discussion, this question has presented a problem for some theists, though others have thought it a false dilemma and it continues to be an object of theoretical and philosophical debate. So here's the dilemma. Socrates and Euthyphro discuss the nature of piety in Plato's Euthyphro. Euthyphro proposes that pious, the same thing that which is loved by the gods, but Socrates finds a problem with this proposal and says the gods may disagree among themselves. Euthyphro then revises his definition so that piety is only that which is loved by all of the gods unanimously. At this point, a dilemma surfaces. Socrates asks whether the gods love pious because it is the pious or whether the pious is pious only because it is loved by the gods. Socrates and Euthyphro both contemplate the first option. Surely the gods love the pious because it is the pious. But this means, Socrates argues, that we are forced to reject the second option. The fact that gods love something cannot explain why the pious is pious. Socrates points out that if both options were true, they together would yield a vicious circle. With the gods loving the pious because it is pious, and the pious being pious because the gods love it. And thus, in turn means, Socrates argues that the pious is not the same as the God beloved. For what makes the pious the pious is not what makes the God beloved the God beloved. After all, what makes the God beloved 
the, is the God beloved and the fact that the gods love it. Whereas what makes the pious the pious is something else. The Euthyphro's theory does not give us the very nature of pious, but at most the quality of pious. So, some supporters first horn of the dilemma and that which is right commanded by God because it is right goes by a variety of names including intellectualism, rationalism, realism, naturalism, objectivism. Roughly, it is the view that there are different and independent moral standards. Some actions are right or wrong in themselves, independent of God's commands. This is the view accepted by Socrates and Euthyphro in Plato's dialogue. So, some criticisms go by the terms of sovereignty, omnipotence of free will, and morality without God. Meaning, if there are moral standards independent of God, then morality will retain its authority even if God did not exist. This conclusion was explicitly and notoriously drawn by early modern political theorist Hugo Grotius. What we have been saying about the natural law would have a degree of validity even if we should concede that which cannot be conceded without the utmost wickedness that there is no God or that the affairs of men of no concern to him are of no concern to him. On such a view, God is no longer a lawgiver, but at most a law transmitter who plays no vital role in the foundations of morality. Non-theists have capitalized on this point largely as a way of disarming moral arguments for God's existence. If morality does not depend on God in the first place, such arguments stumble at a starting gate. So... Mm -hmm. Who do we have on the line now? 909. Is this Mark? 1 Corinthians, Mark? Oh, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Hold on, hold on. One second. Okay, okay. I had to turn your uh, audio up now. You can be heard. Uh, say your name one right more time on. so the people know who you, who you are. This is Mark. All right, we got First Corinthians Mark in the building. So, you you heard the uh, topic of the day, right? We talking about why would God create Satan? You got an answer for that question? Well, yeah, it's a biblical answer. Uh, the the story goes back to before the creation of the earth, when God first created the angels and Lucifer, who is now called Satan. The Satan is Lucifer's name in the fallen state. So originally, Lucifer was the most beautiful, powerful angel in God's creation. He was what was known as a cherub. Cherubs are, are the most powerful angels. So he was the crowning angel. He was the one that was over God's head on the throne. And he was in charge of um, doing all the praises to God, and uh, he had tremendous power, but he became uh, prideful, he decided that he wanted to overthrow God and take his place. And through that, he organized a coup with other angels who followed him. A third of the angels followed him. They fell from grace. In other words, they were kicked out of the kingdom of God. They were kicked out into the universe. The universe is separate from the king kingdom of God. 
And so Lucifer has reigned over the universe all these years. So God doesn't have dominion over the universe? God has let Lucifer control the universe. All right. So that's what, um, that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make is that God set the stage for all of this and God kind of let Satan have the universe and we got this whole fucked up existence because um, God wanted it this way, right? Well, God allowed Lucifer to sin because he gave Lucifer his free will and he allowed his angels to sin with him. They didn't know what was up, but God knew what was up. God was laying a trap because God hates sin. He loves free will, but he wants you to obey him with that free will. If you don't obey him, then you're going to go into sin. And that's what happened to Lucifer. He went into sin. Now he's in charge of the universe. But this is only a temporary reign for Lucifer. He will eventually uh, be cast to the earth, thrown into hell, buried forever, and then that will be the end of sin. Where did you um, learn this? Well, it's in the Bible. Where? Uh, I forget which. Um, it's it's the Old Testament. I think it's Isaiah. I'm not sure. It talks about, O Lucifer, O Lucifer, how, how you have fallen. And the description is given there. So um, if God is all-knowing, do you believe that God is all-knowing? Absolutely, yes, he is. So he knows the future, right? He knows the future, and God likes a good fight. So God knows the future, so then he creates Lucifer, Lucifer knowing that Lucifer is going to fall into sin. Yes, he did. All right, so the, the problem of evil is that God created evil, and we got this whole fucked up universe because God made it that way, right? God did not create evil. He created free will, and that's how you use that free will. So originally there was no evil. It was Lucifer who was very powerful, who is the author of evil. So you're telling me evil came into existence, but God didn't create it. God did not create evil. Lucifer is the author of evil. But that evil is temporary. It will not last forever. It will be burned up in the lake of fire. Because Does evil the, exist? Evil exists now, yes. And God didn't create it. God did not create evil. He created Lucifer who created evil. What else did God not create? Uh, anything that is um, unholy is uh, both unholy. of Lucifer. So you've got death. For exa example, death. That's the reign of Lucifer. Lucifer created death. But, well, he created death when he created sin. They the two go hand in hand because oh. the wages of sin is death when you when you have sin you're going to die yeah i don't understand where you uh get all this stuff from i mean because we just went over what satan the name came from it means adversary and the original people who yep. wrote about it weren't talking about <clears throat> uh a character or something they were just talking about an adversary to their polytheism and their polytheistic gods 
So I, I just don't know where you get all these uh, stories from. I mean, I know that um, you're not alone in your interpretation, but I, I wonder yeah, I where you guys get this stuff from. I read the Bible for myself. I don't have anybody teach it to me. So maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I understand. Got it. So what do you think about the euthyphro dilemma? The what dilemma? Euthyphro dilemma. So is. is um is is morality is something moral because God says it's moral or is something moral independent of God and God is just telling us what's moral? Morality is um whatever is good is moral. Whatever whatever is unholy, ungodly is immoral. Well is it um is it unholy because God says so? Or does God just tell us what is unholy? I think we know in our heart what is good and what is bad. God gave us that ability to uh, know in our heart. But as we sin, we stop listening to our heart, and so we forget. And so we start to um, mix up what is right and wrong. We forget what is right and wrong. But our heart initially, when we're born, we pretty much know when we're doing something bad or good. Eventually... If we love our sins so much, we stop listening to our heart. So we don't need a God, then. If we have the uh, morality in our heart, then what good is God for us? Why do I need a God? Well, God created everything. If you don't love God, he doesn't love you, and you get thrown in hell. So God got a gun in my head saying, love me, love me, or I'll burn you in hell. Uh, yeah, it's probably worse than that, actually. He's, he's setting you up. He's giving you this thing called free will, which, he's, which you like. We all like our free will. Uh, but we don't realize that that free will is a curse as uh, we're getting ourselves into trouble. If God didn't give us free will, he wouldn't throw us into hell. But, again, under your worldview, we don't have free will. Well, we have free will. Absolutely, we do. But you said God was all-knowing, right? God is all-knowing. He knows the future. He knows what we're going to do with our free will, but he still allows us to, to choose for ourselves. He knows there's going to be two groups of people, groups of beings, I should say. There's going to be those who are going to hell and those who aren't. So if I get 100 people and I say one of y'all is going to be the winner, one of y'all is going to be the lucky winner of a million dollars, but I already know beforehand who I'm going to pick, is, is that a free contest? Is that a free if I already know before well, it's up to gonna, you to, it's win. up to you as an individual it's not how you use your free will it's your choice you're, you're well, what I'm saying is God you, already knows how I'm going to use it right? yeah he already knows that's true so if God mm -hmm. already knows just the, the simple fact that God knows it doesn't have to be a God the simple fact that somebody some entity knows the future eliminates free will because no matter what I choose to yeah, do it was already predestined because this person knew what I was going to choose. And I can't do anything but what they know. So there is no free will if there is also a God that knows the future. Am I missing God, something? I mean, you, can't, I don't know. Correct. You, you, cannot, you cannot defeat God because he knows what you're going to do. So if he knows what's going to happen, there's no way you can defeat him. Uh, so there is Lucifer no doesn't know the future. Lucifer does not know the future. And God doesn't show his, his playing hand. We only know this now. 
I don't think the angels knew that God knew the future. I think it's only been revealed and recently that that God knows the future. Now it's up to us to to believe in God or not to believe in God. If you choose not to believe in God, what is a uh, what is an angel? Angel is a creation of God. It could be any different form. Uh, it could be like the animals that you see around around us. They're like reflections of angels in the universe. Uh, and then you've got stars and planets. They're living beings. They're angels. Uh, you've got many uh, angels that, I, that we don't know about. Some are terrifying. Some are good. So I, what's the, I don't see the point of calling, like if I see an animal or a star, I don't see the point of calling it an angel. What good does that do? Well, the animal that you see is physical. That's not an angel. But it's a reflection of an angel in heaven. It's what's, like what's, we are in the... What? What is heaven? Heaven is the universe. So the animal is in the universe. I'm confused because you said that if I see an animal, that's the physical animal, but it's not the angel of the animal is in heaven, and the heaven. It would is be the like universe. a shadow. It would be like a shadow of the original. So you've got angels in heaven that are very powerful, and then you have a very limited form, which is a reflection or a shadow or an image of that angel in heaven. That's my belief. I don't know if that's true. That's how I understand it, because so God seven, created though? man. Heaven is the universe. Okay. Physical universe. Well, you keep saying physical. What's, what's this? It, I thought everything was physical, right? Everything is physical. Well, according to us, everything is physical because we can't see, touch, or feel the spiritual. To us, it's invisible. We don't know it's there unless we. I mean, you're close using a lot of words that I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What is spiritual? Spiritual is uh, energy. It's uh, multidimensional. It's out of our understanding. We can't see it. So there, it's, we know it's, it's there. Non-existent. I mean, it's non-existent in a material sense, but you have life, and when your life, you have a spirit inside of you which gives you life. And when that spirit leaves your body, you've got a dead corpse. What, what makes you think that that's true? Well, it says in the Bible, and it's also part of my understanding. It makes sense. Uh, when I see a it dead corpse, I know there's no spirit. When I you see, see, when I see somebody, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't recognize them as not having a spirit. I recognize them as not breathing and not having a heartbeat or a pulse. That's the things that tell me that their person is no longer living not i don't know what a spirit is spirit is the life of the person the personality their mind what they what they believe how they how they deal with um stimulus that's that is your spirit born with a spirit okay i, I believe in a life. personality but i i think that all of that stuff is a manifestation of brain activity so as soon as the brain is no longer functioning, all that stuff is just like, it's, it's gone. It doesn't go anywhere. It just disappears. But why are you, why, why do animals and humans, why do we have life to begin with? Why aren't we just a bunch of corpses laying around? Well, what does purple taste like? 
doesn't have a taste. Yeah, the answer to your question doesn't doesn't have an answer either. You asking why? Well, I understand. <laughs> why are we not just cultures? Because we're not. I mean, who knows if the universe could have produced a bunch of lifeless, uh, unanimated animals? Maybe it could have. But did we find ourselves in the universe where we have consciousness? The answer is probably because we have brains and we uh we are a multitude of cells with multicellular organisms not just like when i look at you you're not one being you're trillions and trillions of cells you got organs and tissues very complex individual not just one simple thing so i don't think that why makes sense how that's a that's a good question how how are we alive we can get into that you know maybe we can call richard dawkins yeah see, I, I, but um why doesn't make sense to me because uh, the Bible explains life, and I can we can talk about it from that perspective. But then, if you talk about it from your perspective, it gets very difficult to understand. You you can't give me an explanation for why we're here. Well, see, that's the thing. You you can't give me an uh, explanation for why purple I can't taste it. Why doesn't is a nonsense question. Just because I can't answer your question doesn't mean that you didn't have the right to make up whatever you want to make up and run with it. Because maybe you're asking a question that doesn't have an answer to begin with. And and B, that's a logical fallacy. Just because you don't know something doesn't mean that you can then make up an answer that's an argument from ignorance. So why are we here? How did the universe get here? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend no. But what you claim is that some God created us. And then I ask, well, how do you know that? And all you got is some book. I'm not convinced. Just because I don't know the answer doesn't mean that you're right you have to prove that you're right well that's the battle do you believe or do you not believe and if you don't believe then you already know which side you're on if you believe that the bible is the user's guide the history the prophecy everything about life is in the bible all your all your questions can be answered from the bible then you're on that side if you're on you're on god's Guess side what? all your and questions can be answered from buddhists too why do you why don't why aren't you a buddhist well, why aren't you, you be Hindu? Because the Buddha is in hell. Why aren't you Hindu? Because whoever is a Hindu is in hell. How do you know that? How do you even know that hell is even real? I can't give you scientific proof of that. I can only tell you what I believe. Would you rather know or believe? Here's how I found that. I used to be a Buddhist. I was was getting very deep into it. And somebody told me that uh, there was a monk who went to hell and came back, and he saw the Buddha in hell. I thought on that for a moment, and I said, you know what? That's very possible. According to everything I know about Buddhism, there's nothing that Buddha says that the Buddha doesn't know, didn't know where he was going to end up. He ended up in hell. That's where he's going to stay. And I thought to myself, I don't want to end up like the Buddha. Didn't Jesus go to hell? That's just my belief. Jesus went to hell, but he has the keys to hell. He can get out. All right. He can let people out. How did you confirm that hell is real? Uh, it's it's something that's talked about in Buddhism. Uh, something that's well known among Christians. But how did you confirm that it was real, though? Because, you know, there's a lot of religions. I, be I believe the Bible. 
So you don't I know believe if the it's Bible. real, you just believe it. I have faith. All right, so you don't know, you just have faith. I have faith, yeah. Okay, that's cool. I mean, at least you're honest about it. You can't prove something that God wants to hide from you. God wants to hide something from you. He wants you to have faith. He wants you to have faith. It's the only way he can assure that, that you have faith is to hide himself from you. Then why you don't why, have why any would God evidence. want me to have faith? It's a contest. The contest between the devil and God. Whose side are you on? God, uh, the devil controls the physical and the electrical. God controls the spiritual. So how did you rule out the possibility that the devil was so clever that he created your religion and convinced you that he was God and you actually think that you're worshiping God, but you're really worshiping the devil? Did you rule that out? Yeah, I've ruled that out. How? Because the devil can't tell the future. The Bible tells the future. The Bible is written by God. How does how does that devil rule that out? The devil can't tell the future? The, 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 the devil can't tell the future. That doesn't rule out the possibility that the, the devil that you believe in is the author of your religion. Bible is able to predict the future, which is something the devil cannot do. Show me where the Bible predicts the future. 354 prophecies in the Old Testament, and there's more than that in the New Testament that haven't come true yet. The ones show me the, the, show me the, yo, the most convincing one. Pick one that's the most convincing. In the book of Daniel, when he's reading the dreams, he's in prison, for example. Uh, the and dreams in about the, prison, the different nations? There's that one. I was going to lead up to that. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Finish. Before, the, so uh, Daniel is, is in prison, and there's two people, and, and they both have dreams. And the first one tells him his dream, and the, ba the butler tells him the dream, and the baker tells him the dream. He tells the butler that your dream says that you're going to be restored to your position. Baker, he says, your dream means you're going to be uh, hung up and the birds are going to eat your brains out. That's exactly what happened to both of them. And then Butler told Nebuchadnezzar about the dream that Daniel had. Nebuchadnezzar was being haunted by a dream and told all his wise men, you've got to tell me what my dream is. I'm not even going to tell you what my dream is going to tell me what my dream is and explain it to me or I'm going to have you all killed. Daniel said, give me a few minutes or a few days. Daniel went and prayed to God and God gave him Nebuchadnezzar's dream and the interpretation of that dream. And that's the statue that you're talking about. So that predicted all the... Even if, even if the, I believe that story, which I don't, even if I believe that story, that's not a prophecy. That's dream interpretation. But that's still... You making a circular argument, you know, you got you kinda you can't stay within the story of the Bible to prove a prophecy, you know, that that whole story takes place within the Bible. 
you understand that I, well, I read the Bible as fiction. So do you have any corroborating evidence that, that you can go along with that to make that story more believable? Well, yeah, it's the story that prophecy has come true and it's still coming true because at the end of the, of the prophecy, which still hasn't occurred yet is, uh, the, the, the feet made of clay and iron. And that's where we are today. We're uh, a combination of um, normal people, that's the clay, and the iron, that's the leftover empire of Rome. There's a mixture, and the two of them cannot exist together for long. And what happens at the end of that prophecy, which still hasn't happened yet, is the rock comes and shatters the statue at the feet. And that's the second coming of Christ. Because Jesus is known as the rock. That's a prophecy that's still in the works. We've already seen the head of Babylon fall. We've seen the, the breastplate of uh, Persia. And then uh, Greece was the middle part of, made of uh, bronze. Legs of iron, that was Rome. All those fell. Now we're at the feet. And the feet is the weakest part of the statue, right? And that's, God is just working his way down through the empires. Now we're at the feet, the weakest part. And God is going to shatter it all. Second coming. Hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, call, I guess, let me know when it happens, man. It's, it's been 2,000 years. I haven't seen any, any prophecies happen from the Bible. Because the Muslims say the same thing. They say they got prophecies too. Why don't you, aren't you a Muslim? Because the Muslims uh, were created by uh, the Catholic Church, Jesuits. And so was Christianity. Basically to provide a, no, it wasn't. Christianity is a result of uh, Jesus being born from the Virgin Mary and the feet of God. That's what you actually human. believe? You think that's actually true? Yeah, I believe that. I believe that, yes. How did you determine that, that Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary and died? Well, uh, it says so in the Bible, but also there's some physical evidence that was discovered by a man named Ron Wyatt. Whether you believe that or not, you can look it up. Ron, Ron Wyatt, Wyatt discovered Noah. Ron Wyatt. He discovered Noah's Ark. He discovered... Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, this is in the 70s and 80s, discovered, uh, knows where the Ark of the Covenant is. And according to him, this is, this is debatable. Okay, I'm not saying this is 100% true. I'm saying this is what I've discovered, and it's convincing to me. It may not be convincing to you. But Ron Wyatt says that he found the Ark of the Covenant, and he was able to get a sample of the blood that was on the Ark of the Covenant, which was the blood of Jesus. Because Jesus was crucified right over where the Ark of the Covenant was buried. And he took a sample of that blood and had it analyzed. Blood doesn't come back to life, but this blood did come back to life. When they studied it, it had a different chromosome count than human blood. It had 24 chromosomes. 23 chromosomes from the, from the Mother Mary and one chromosome from God, which was the Y chromosome, to make it a, a male. So it has a different 
um, blood is not fully human. And from that blood, that's how we get out of here. Okay. Let me see. <clears throat> Study run wide. I just um I just googled Ron Wyatt fake. All right. <laughs> well, you can find people who don't like what he says. That's always going to be the case. You're going to find people who say Ron Wyatt has been debunked. But if you if you have an open mind and you're willing to listen to his perspective, his side of the story, it's a pretty fascinating story. But you don't have to believe it. And and it's not necessary. <laughs> I mean, it, for I'm just the Bible. To you be don't true. have to believe, but it, I mean, you. This is how you do proper research. You you read both sides' opinions and from multiple sources, and then you formulate your own conclusion based on all of the data that you've read. So, I don't know um, if you've explore what the opposition was saying but I, I i like the first thing i do whenever i research something because i'm a skeptic so the first thing i do is i i attach keywords to it so if you give me a keyword like ron wyatt i'll attach a keyword like debunked or hoax or fake and then i'll just google it and see what comes up and if nothing comes up then now now i'm interested because i couldn't find anything about it being a fake right but as soon as i google this ron wyatt fake it comes up that Ryan Wyatt was not an archaeologist. He was a nurse, an anesthetist. This is an end of itself. Does not mean that he could not make a discovery. It means that he had no training to interpret that discovery. One archaeologist has said that archaeologists 10% excavation and 90% interpretation. Ryan Wyatt was never carried, has never carried out systematic excavation that was licensed by the Israeli government. Joe Zayas, the former curator of archaeology and anthropology for the Israeli Antiques Authority, said Mr. Ron Wyatt is neither an archaeologist nor has he ever carried out legally licensed excavation in Israel or Jerusalem. We are aware of his claims, which border on the absurd as they have no scientific basis whatsoever, nor have they ever been published in professional journals. They fall into the category of trash, which one finds in tabloids such as the National Enquirer, son etc it's amazing that anyone would believe them all right we ain't got to read well, all of it but that's just you're a putting bit. you're putting a, a lot of trust in science and these and these i'm not i'm just uh i'm just i'm just um, archaeologists i'm doing the beginning stages of the research and exploring so i don't know if this ryan white dude is legit or not i'm just saying that there's people out here that say he's full of crap yeah the archaeologists are corrupt they uh, they oh, don't get to conspiracy. become archaeologists. <laughs> so, the, so the archaeologists well, yeah, are corrupt, conspiracy. but the, <clears throat> the Catholic priests who rape little boys, they're, what, they're not corrupt. Well, Catholics are corrupt, too. Yes, absolutely. Most religions are corrupt. The Bible Especially is not the corrupt. The Bible is not a religion. Oh, the Bible is not a religion. The Bible is not a religion. The Bible is a book written by, by God. Now, you've got religions that use the Bible as their basis. They pick and choose parts of the Bible that they like and don't like. Maybe they create their own Bible based on the original Bible. But the, the, the vast majority of religions, Christian religions, are corrupt. I agree with that. But the Bible itself is not corrupt. The King James Bible is the only real 
Word of God. All other versions, ESV, all these other versions are corrupt versions. We can't trust those. But the King James Bible, not error. And if you study that one, you're going to get the truth. All men are liars, so you can't trust any of these archaeologists. You can't even trust Ron Wyatt. But you can look at the evidence that Ron Wyatt provides. That, that evidence is there. You can look at the evidence. Now, these archaeologists are going to say, he's, he's a nobody. He's, a, he's not a trained archaeologist. Well, that's a good thing because that means he's not corrupt. That means he's just a person like you and me who wants to know the truth, and he did, he did, he did his own research. We're all capable I mean, they're not only saying they're not saying that he just—they're not saying that he's just not only see unqualified. They're saying he's lying. You know, he's saying he found a chariot wheel, and they're saying no, you didn't. Well, they're corrupt. It's—it's really another. It's—it's a question of who do you believe? Do you believe these scientists who get paid to do all their research and they—they answer to somebody? up the ladder or you're going to trust somebody who went out on his own his own dime and found this stuff and and cataloged it and took the risk the scientists i mean if that's the case then why aren't you why don't you believe joseph smith because that's what he did he went out and he said he added golden plates and all this stuff he added to the bible and you're not supposed to add to the bible but he, he you don't believe that he actually went out and found that evidence that he claimed he found i think he's corrupt so Ryan White is not corrupt. But like I, what's the difference between Ron Ryan White and Joseph Smith? Dude. Well, Ron Wyatt was just uh, looking for proof of the Bible, and he found it. God uses uh, a humble man versus a, a man who's going to take the glory for himself. Like if you're a an archaeolo- archaeologist, uh, you're you're going to say, "Look at me! I, I'm going to write all these books about it, and you're going to make a fortune." But Ron Wyatt. He didn't make a fortune off his discoveries. He just went out, discovered it, invented it, presented his evidence, and that was it. And he got some funding here and there to support his research, but that wasn't how he supported himself. He was a nurse. He was an he was a uh, anesthesiologist. That's how he supported himself. But he didn't make his living off of this work. He did this as a, as a hobby, as a Something that he me, felt me, uh, inspired to do. Ask you something. What would um? Would anything convince you that you were uh, wrong about your belief in God? And if so, what? Uh, if you could prove to me that the Bible was wrong, do you believe that Jesus was a real person that um, died and was resurrected? Calendar is based on Jesus, so yes. Um, what day of the week did Jesus die? I don't know. Guess a Friday. That's a guess. I don't know. I don't know what the truth is. Well, yes, okay, I would be guessing. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. What if when you sacrifice something? Do you still have it? I don't sacrifice anything. No, when huh? when when one sacrifices something, do you still have it afterwards? No. Okay. So how was Jesus' death a sacrifice if Jesus came back to life? 
Jesus sacrificed his life, okay, and he brought himself back to life. So again, when you sacrifice something, do you dead. you don't still have it, right? Well, he's he still, dead. He came back to life though. So he really he came just back to life had later, like a bad yeah. weekend. Yeah, you could say that. So it's not a sacrifice. But he did give up his life. He did give up his life. So he is not a sacrifice. Well, he came back to life, but he was dead. Exactly, but he it's not a sacrifice because he came back to life. A sacrifice would be if he was just dead, dead, and he stayed dead. Right? Well, we just disagree on that. No, I don't agree with that at all. I think that he he was sacrificed, and it was he didn't kill himself. Uh, it was the, the the Romans stuck him on the cross. He died, poked him in the side, and he shed his blood. Then uh, he went to hell, came back to life, walked again. You won't find the bones of Jesus anywhere. Doesn't it? He doesn't exist on the earth anymore. I do see a story here. of somebody claiming to have found some uh, bones. I was going to do an episode on it, man, so stay tuned. You might see it. You know, of course, I don't think it's the actual bones of Christ, but I would be interested to see what uh, what some Christians thought, think about it. You've got a lot of archaeologists, especially the archaeologists are the most corrupt of the scientists. They, they can't. So, so you're saying archaeologists are corrupt because they don't conform to your beliefs? They're corrupt because they're under the influence of uh, their masters. So if so let's let's just say an archaeologist that are, is corrupt, and they say, "Well, we found the bones of Jesus." Would they be? Would they now? Would you call them corrupt? Just because they found the bones of Jesus? Well, where are they? I don't see the bones of Jesus. Nobody can present them. All right. So what? So what evidence do we have that Jesus existed? Calendar. A what? The calendar. Your calendar is based on Jesus. Who's, that's very weak evidence. Whose calendar? And it's not even accurate. Calendar. The of, of the alleged Jesus. Calendar that you use. You're, you're in the year 2021. Yeah, that it started, it started with Jesus. Look, but you know, they, they, uh, they when, changed when their Adam, calendar like 300 years after the supposed life of Jesus. The time, the, the, the number of years between when Adam was created and Jesus was born exactly 4,000 years. Okay, when, when was Adam, when, so when was that, what date was Adam created? Well, give me the month, date, and year that Adam was created. 4,000 BC. Okay, what, what, when was Adam born? What was his month? I don't know. So basically you're just pulling shit out your ass. Just telling you what I know. You don't have to. Is it, if you, okay, so do you know the difference between knowledge and belief? Well, knowledge is a result of um, wisdom. No, knowledge is a, is a result of evidence presented. That way, nobody has to basically believe. I'm paraphrasing, but knowledge, in a in a nutshell, is basically things that can be proven. So you have to. So that way, you will know. If you you was on a show last week where I said knowledge versus beliefs. So this is what you believe. This is not nothing you know. This is what somebody has told you, but you have not been able. So you have not been able to present it yourself as facts. So knowledge deals with facts. Belief deals with uh, speculations and doubt. Can you have knowledge without wisdom? 
What you mean? Knowledge without wisdom, how, how does that even... How, how do you know something if you're not wise? Well, you're only... Well, knowledge... Okay, so you're, diff, you, so you're confusing um, life experiences with something that's being presented as evidence. Because wisdom well, deals with evidence. No, wisdom, wisdom deals with life experiences. Knowledge is understood. So basically, right? if, you go, if you go through... Okay, so it's wise not to put your hand on the stove, right? When it's when it's gone, right? That's wisdom. Knowledge is something that you that you know and that can be presented as evidence. So you're confusing, you're conflating uh, wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom is something that you experience well, and that you say, "I'm not going to do that again." Can't have, in my opinion, you can't have knowledge until you have wisdom. Because how do you know what you're talking about if you don't have wisdom? No, you it's about experience. Wisdom. Okay, well, wisdom how, how deals you, with experiences, though. No. Wisdom deals with nothing but experiences. So what you learn from your life experiences, that's what gives you wisdom. Oh, I know not to date a gold digger. That's wisdom. You might say, well, uh, people, people might say, don't date a gold digger. But how do you know who's a gold digger until you experience one? Wisdom is, for example, wisdom would be like, I know not to stick my face in a hot frying pan. That would be that's, wisdom. Right. Correct. Not, and knowledge would be able to explain that to somebody that if you stick your face in the frying pan, you're going to get burned. That's knowledge. But what, what if somebody, okay, so Mark, what if, what if I tell you, hey, battery acid is not conducive to your health. Are you going to go, uh, are you going to go uh, try battery acid to see if it's true? No, I'm going to take your word for it. You, you're, so basically, you're, how do you know, well, how would you know them? Because I'm assuming so how would you know you're them? telling me, I'm, I'm going, well, it depends on who's telling me. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you that battery acid is uh, not conducive to your health. Do you believe me? Well, or do, are you just basically, do you, do you know depends, that I'm telling depends. the truth or are you just believe that I'm telling the truth? If, if, I, if I think you're trying to fool me, then I'm not going to believe you. But if I know that you're a man of wisdom, then I'll be likely to trust you. How do you know, how do you know that any man is a man of wisdom? The way you know a man is wise is what does he believe? What, does, what, is, what is his basis for, before you accept what he tells you, you have to know that he knows what he's talking about. And he will show yeah. you just by his ability to explain things. His, uh, okay, his so I believe, okay, so, so Mark, I believe if me and you was in the desert and the way for us to survive is to drink our pee and eat our shit and we would still survive and make it out of the Sahara Desert, would you, would you follow me? Apparently I have more wisdom than you have because I'm not going to do that. Well, but you would die though. No, I, but you would die though if you don't eat, our, if you don't eat shit and drink pee that's, to survive. That's, if that's the only thing we had... If, okay, so so how do you so how do you know that though? How do you know I'm lying though? Well, because I know a better way to get out of the desert than you do. You, if you're going to tell me that uh, okay. I have to eat my own so, shit, so give me your. Give me desert, your I'm going to say you're, you're, you go ahead, do it your way, and I'll do it my way. But what if I survive from eating shit and drinking pee? But what if I survive though? What if? No, but what if I was to survive though and you died and I survived because I drank pee and eat shit? Well, that th that's not necessarily. And you die though. That's not. No. How do you know that though? What will happen? Well, because. But I, how do you know I that? Do you have evidence that? Do, do you have evidence that that's not true? Do you have well, evidence that I will? Uh, 
let's put ourselves in the situation. We're, let's say we're in the desert, okay, you and I, and we both decide to go our separate ways because I'm not going to eat shit and drink pee, okay? Somehow I survive, and I'll tell you how I, I believe I would survive is that I would pray to God, put all my faith that God would help me through this. That's how I would do it. Okay. You're not going to do it that way. You're going to eat your own shit. It's up to you. But what, but what if my shit? What but what if my shit? What if my shit? Uh, eating, drinking my pee made me survive, and your prayers didn't. Well, what kind of life is that? You want to live a life where you're eating shit? Because you know, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that you correct on. Hold on, Mark. Let me tell you something. You're correct. None of it will work. None of it will work. That's the only thing you're correct on. Prayer doesn't work. You can't pray your way out of it. Can you pray your headache away, or will you take aspirin? Can you pray cancer away, or would you go take chemotherapy? I can do. I can pray my headache away. Yeah, I can. How How do you pray your headache away? Pray to God, and I say, take my headache away. Maybe He will. Maybe He won't. But it's worth a try. Oh, so so it's like a, so it's like a fifty fifty with you Christians. Like, so you can pray to a jug of milk and get the same results, right? Well, you have to understand that God doesn't answer every prayer. He's going to be selective on what he answers. Now, if, you're, if you pray earnestly, he will listen to you. Like if you're in the desert and you're dying, right, uh, you can pray to God and you can say, uh, help me, Father, because I'm desperate and I need you and I have faith in you. And you can pray for an extended period of time and then God will send you a flock of birds and then they'll stand in front of you and then you can pull their heads off and drink their blood and eat their flesh and then you're okay. So you rather that so you rather eat bird heads? So, so, but, what, but what if God sent you some piss and some shit? I don't want piss and shit. I'll say no thanks, God. Give me something. But, but what if God says, hey, God, hey, God, like, hey, Mark, my son, I know that you're in the desert. <laughs> I heard some shit and heard some piss. You got to eat this in order to survive. Now, if you read your Bible, God made the people eat their shit. He smeared shit on their it, faces. Yeah. I don't remember. It's that. in your Bible. God made well, them I'm eat shit. And, uh, I'm not God said, read the Bible. Okay. Uh, well, Quayle, can you pull up that verse for me, please? I'm not going to eat my own shit under any circumstance. Uh, I think it's Malachi 2 and 3 or 3 and 2, where God said, I will make you eat your shit. And you spread shit all over your face and all this other shit. I think well, it's, in, it's in Malachi. It's either Malachi, it's either Malachi two and three or Malachi t- three and two. I don't know. Uh, this, this, uh, hey, I know. Uh, somebody put. I don't, ha- I don't have my uh, my Bible with me, but I think it's Malachi two and three or Malachi three and two, where God made them eat shit. Well, I'm not going to eat shit. But 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 what if your God wants you to eat shit though? What if you're in the desert? God says, I'm not, not going to do it. Mark. Mark. Please, Mark, listen to me, son. Listen to me, Mark. I want you to eat this shit and drink my piss. It's from God. Please eat my shit. I don't believe you, God. I don't believe it's you, God. Sorry. Oh. So how would you? So how would you do? How would you determine that it's God saying to eat shit and then versus somebody fucking with your head? Because I don't believe God would make me eat my own shit. Well, your Bible says God made them eat shit. God said He's gonna make people eat their children. Do you believe that? That's what you say. I don't agree with it. Uh, okay. uh, uh Quinley, do you have a Bible verse where God uh, says, I will make it just... Yeah. Who's yeah. he talking to? Let me see. I think Who's it's two and three. Behold, I will I corrupt know, your seed, spread dung upon your faces, 
even the dung oh, yeah. of your solemn feast, and one shall Talking take you Jews. away with it. Yeah. Well, the Jews are sacrificing children to uh, some some false god. And are, are you okay? Are you okay with God? Are you okay with, okay with God putting shit in people's mouth and spreading it on their faces? Well, shit? if he's going to, are you okay you? with that? Yeah. He's talking to the priest. If he's, if he's, he's going to punish you. I agree with it. Yeah, but here we are in the desert. So, you, so would you be okay? So, would you? So, would you be okay with God putting having somebody put shit on your face? Would you be okay with God telling me and Quayle to uh, smear shit on, take a shit in our hand and no. smear it on your face? No. So, so who's so who, so? Oh, so you're more more than your God. So you're more mature than your God. Oh, the reason why God is doing that is because He's punishing them. Okay, so what if I what if what if God's punishment was for us to smear shit on your face well, and make you eat it? You're changing you're changing the scenario. I thought we were out. I'm not changing. This is the same scenario, sir. This is the same scenario, Mark. What if God told me and Quayle to take a <laughs> shit on our hands and smear it on your face? Would you be okay with that? Because hey, you hey, might have... Um, T.O.X. T.O.X. gave us uh, Ezekiel 4 and 12. Problem. It says, and thou shalt <laughs> Ezekiel eat 4 and 12. Yeah, read it, read cakes. it. Cool. Ezekiel 4 and 12. And yeah. thou shalt eat it as barley cakes, and thou shalt bake it with dung that come with out of man in their sight. Yeah, that's a punishment. That's a punishment. Yes, I agree. That's a punishment. But we're talking about being in the desert trying to survive. That's not. But what? But what's that the case? The scenario though? you're talking about. The scenario you're talking about is where God has had had enough of these people, and He says, "I'm going to do this to you now." That's Are you okay with that, though? Are you okay with? So what if? So what if you? What if you're being punished? So how do you see your punishment? So God said, "Mark, son, uh, I caught you looking on uh, the woman with lust." I want to make you eat shit, and I'm gonna smear it on your face at the same time. Or looking say, at the woman with lust. I'll say this in response: I'll say I'm saved by the blood of Jesus, and I'm not gonna do that because you told me. So you want to tell God no? You want to tell your God no? You want to tell your God that your punishment is not say, to eat shit? I'm gonna say you promised that I was saved by the blood of Jesus, and I'm sticking with it. I know I'm saved by the blood of Jesus. I don't have to go through that. Now, if I was not saved, and and God said, Mark, you've been a really bad boy. I want you to smear shit all over your face. I'd say, okay, God, I guess that's what I deserve. But as a Christian, I don't deserve that because Christians are saved. Mm, I the difference see. between me and you. I see. So, so it's about being saved. saved. You got to pay for your sins. How do you know you're saved though? What proof? What proof? What, do you have a certificate? Do you have like? Do you have like some kind of? Do you have some kind of evidence to prove that you're saved? Do you have like? Well, we can call God up on the. Uh, we can get God in a live chat and say, hey, you know, Mark is saved. You know, we ain't gonna make him eat shit and drink piss because well, he's saved. it's all about faith. It's all about faith. So, what is faith? Proof. What faith is faith? Is the belief. The faith is the belief that God uh, that Jesus died for my sins. That's the faith. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know God? How do you know this happened actually, though? Because it says so in the Bible, and I have faith in the Bible. Do you, do you have proof outside the Bible, though? Do you have proof outside the Bible that this happened? Well, if you don't have faith in the Bible, then you're not saved. But like I said again, what is faith? Faith is belief that Jesus died for your sins. What is belief? Is belief? It's what you. It's what your free will allows you to have. You can believe this. What is free will? Who, 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 free what will is free will? Gives you. Free will is the ability to do whatever you want, think whatever you want. 
Okay, okay, so check this out, check this out. So we're gonna deal with free will. So was it was it Hitler's free will for uh him to kill the Jews or was it God's plan? It was uh Hitler's free will and uh God knew that he was gonna do it. So was it God's plan or Hitler's free Hitler's free will? It was it was Hitler's free will and God used Hitler. So it was God's plan then, right? Well no, it wasn't God's plan, it was Hitler's free will. Okay, so so, so what Hitler was gonna do. But no, 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 you just said God used Hitler. So yeah, it was yeah. God's plan to use Hitler to kill the Jews. God will use, uh, let's say that somebody, uh, uh, let's say that somebody pulls up alongside you on the freeway and shoots you in the face, right? So God, so, so it wasn't my fault. Maybe, maybe you deserved it. And he used that guy in the other car who's an evil person to shoot you. So he used the sin of another person to get revenge on you. God will use the sin of one person to get revenge on another person. And you don't have a problem with that, right? That's the way God is. Do you have a problem with what, the way God uh, seeks justice, right? Is that a problem? Uh, I, I fear God very much because of that. Is that is that a form of justice, though? Is that, is that okay, so okay, let's, let's say, for instance, I looked upon a woman with lust, right? And God wants to punish me by letting somebody that out. Kwame, Kwame, you're breaking up. Kwame, you're breaking up. Kwame, you're breaking up. Yo, 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 we can't hear you, Kwame. Breaking up. For 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. So, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so 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 if I looked at a big fat ass, and God wants to punish me by killing me, God wants to punish okay. me by killing me by having somebody shoot me on the freeway. Is that justice? Well, I don't think that's justice, but uh, it could be. Maybe you've been doing that for a long time, so you deserve it now. I don't know. Oh, so but, so we yeah. so we have thought so we so we have thought crimes legislation there. Well, yeah, you have thought crimes, of course. But really, he's taking more. Damn, why she called her doing a fucking show? He's taking, he's taking more. Um, taking, he's taking his wrath out on you for the for the things you do in the flesh, not necessarily what you think in your mind. Shit. Okay. Say it again, Mark. Okay, God really is more interested in in your actions than your thoughts as far as if you're if you're just thinking well you know look at that fat ass that's not so bad but if you go out and slap it putting your thoughts into action and i think that's a more of a sin than just thinking it just thinking it is a sin but in in the old testament uh you don't really get punished for your thoughts you're getting punished for what you do as a christian you're judged by both. Christians have to be careful what they think and what they do. But the uh, Old Testament Jewish people, they only had to be concerned with what they did. No, 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 no. Because just because I looked at an ass, no, just because I looked at a fat ass, I'm, I deser I'm deserving of death. No, you're not deserving it. Well, yeah, you are actually. Really, but God will be patient. So because because you fulfill your what, what if I what if I was just turning my head and what if I was what if me and Quayle were just talking? Hey man, how you doing, man? It's a beautiful sun, and I just so happen to see a woman with a fat ass. Not trying to look at her, I still deserve this. 
Yeah, it, it, even even one small infraction, evil is worthy of eternity in hell. It's really awful. So you think that? So you think your God is fair? So this is well, justice. Yeah, I do, but I don't like okay, it. Okay, okay. So 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 basically, before somebody dies for looking at a fat ass, uh, they got to repent their sins so they don't die. Well, that helps. You might get forgiven if you repent, yeah. But if you, you know what your God sounds people, like, you, you, you know what if you so, deny, you, so you say, I never you're looked at her ass. Go ahead, man. So let me ask yeah, you a question. If you uh, say, Mark, go ahead. Mm -hmm. If if there was if you eliminate the uh, possibility of going to hell, and God exists in the same way He exists, the same rules He just said, He's not gonna send anybody to hell. Would you still worship Him? No. I'd live in sin. Thank you for thank you for being honest, Mark. Thank you for coming on and being yeah, honest with us because this shows us this shows the new atheist experience and the people that are watching that Christians y'all only believe out of fear. Because if there was no such thing, there is no such thing as hell. But if there was well, no such thing as the concept of hell, hold on, there was, hold on, hold on, let me finish. There's, if there was a such thing, since there is no such thing as hell, y'all would worship this guy. Y'all like, well, shit, we ain't got nothing to lose. How you feel? So how you gonna feel something after you die? How do you feel anything after you die? You know the brain, the cerebral cortex, and the dopamine and cortisol that run through your body, the ATP transport systems, all this other shit causes you to feel things. How do you feel anything after you die? Do you have evidence well, of feeling have, something after you die? You have more than a body. You're more than just body because you can look at a dead body and you can say that's not the same thing as a living body. Now what's the difference between the two? The difference is one is, it is the same and thing. one is dead. Not but it's still the same. It's, it's still the same body. It's still the same body, though. Okay, so if I if I scoop your brain out and I put it in a jar, that's the same thing as if it's in your head. Yes, it came from the head. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. So yeah. if I take if I take all the smart people in the world and I scoop their brains out and I put it into a jar, am I going to have a really smart jar? No, you're going to have a bunch of dead smart people going to have a lot of meat in a jar you're not going to have anything to do with life but that's because it, so like, life again we get back to, to what, what what makes you you you're not just your brain you your brain in conjunction with the rest of your body you can't just have your brain you got to have a heart and a, and a body attached to it but your brain is what produces these qualities that you think live on after you die your consciousness and your personality and all that stuff comes from your brain so once your brain is no longer working it's like when you turn off your PlayStation or your Xbox, the, the, your game don't still go on. Your game is gone. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that's the atheist. That's the atheist view that you're describing. Well, can you prove it wrong? Or do you have a, a better a, a well, view that that makes more sense that you have actual evidence for? Well, all I can tell you is that you need to have faith in order to. Why would I God. need faith? Faith, faith have... is faith is an excuse that people use when they don't have a good reason for believing something. I don't fuck with faith. Because God wants you to have faith, and the only way he God can is not real. Why, why does why, why doesn't God why doesn't God just present Himself so we don't have to have faith, so we can just know that He exists? See, I, see, we, see, me and Quayle, we operate off knowledge. We don't operate off faith and belief. Why doesn't your God? Why is your God playing metaphysical peekaboo? That's because of this war that He's having with the devil. When Satan fell, why doesn't your God destroy the devil? What was what was the purpose of the devil? Why did God create the devil? 
Well, he didn't create the devil. He created Lucifer, who fell from God's kingdom, and he's now known as Satan. Uh, did God already know that? Did God know that? Did God know that thirteen hundred years, thirteen thousand, thirteen billion years before he when when he created the earth or whatever? Did God already know this was, that this was going to happen? Yeah, God knows everything. So, so why, why didn't God? Why God didn't God stop fight. it? God likes a good fight. How do you know that? Obvious. You can see that he's a good fighter. He he. It says in the. He's like he seems to be losing because it's a bunch says, of atheists. It says so I forget. He which, ain't winning. He's, which, he's not. Yeah, I forget. He's not really part. winning right now. Well, give it time. The it says it says that he. Uh, it says in in the Old Testament that he really enjoys watching evil suffer. He's got a. He's got um. He takes pleasure in in the suffering of evil, which isn't what the Christ, typical Christian is going to tell you. Most of them think, want you to believe that God loves you, lovey-dovey, so, so forth and so on, but that's not what the Bible says. If you read the Bible for yourself, you'll find out that God is a very frightening um, being. You should fear him. So because you're worshiping God out of fear. So this is why you're yeah. believing in basically yeah. making an excuse. So you're... So, you know what you sound like? You know what you sound like? An abused wife. And a, and a, a wife that's being abused by her husband. He hits me. Oh, but I don't want him to go to jail. He loves me, though. But he beats me all the time. He basically hurts me at night. He comes home and try to have sex with me when I don't want to and all this other stuff. But I'm If I've been a bad wife, maybe I deserved it. Yeah, that's what you sound like. You sound like the type of person that thinks that way. Maybe I deserved it. The point is... Yeah. The point I mean, is, you, a if wife, I'm cheating on my, on, on, if, if I'm a woman, and I'm, the point is, a wife, cheating, a wife never deserves it, bro. A wife never deserves it. Yeah, but if it. a woman is cheating on her husband, then she deserves to get beat up. That's what you think. You actually think that. Well, if you cheat on your husband. Are you married? You think should, what do you think should happen? Are you married? I was married. Clearly. My wife passed away. Clearly. You didn't offer, did you? God took her from me. God took her from me. Uh, how, how did he take her? with cancer oh okay Whew. and i didn't pray for her uh i was an atheist sure. learned my life uh, okay so yeah sure we're sure you was an atheist we don't believe that you was an atheist you probably was straddling the fence no you wasn't no, because no, no, anybody no, that's an atheist uh, i've been an atheist since just i was leave her, though. that's the answer to your question what should you do if your wife cheating on you leave her you don't got to beat her ass just leave her well, you're, you're saying there'd be a reason for the husband to beat her ass, but I'm saying if she were to do that, then you'd have a right to beat her ass. I don't agree with that, man. Think so? I, I, want, I want you to uh, really? I want you to tell that to the judge. <laughs> you think that'll hold up in court? Oh, if, 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 hold on, hold on. If you think if, if a man, if a husband God, was in court for domestic violence against his wife, you think that he could say, "Well, your honor, she was cheating on me. Had to beat her ass." And she and the, and the judge. I don't agree like, with it, but yep. you'd have the right to, in my opinion. You do. You would have the right to. I, I'm not saying I would do it. And you a Christian? But I'm saying it would be. A, it's understandable. And you a Christian? Well, if someone, if your wife cheats on you, you gonna get away with that? I would just leave her. Okay. It's not like atheists have way more morality than Christians. 
Yeah, because so. we don't believe in Hershey's Kisses regardless of the fact. But see, according to you Christians, and I don't believe you was ever, ever atheist, because once I became atheist, I stayed in atheist, because this shit is not real. God is not real. You, I don't know what made, that's what I'm saying. Anybody that's an atheist would never go back to being a Christian. So this whole, I was an atheist shit, I hate when Christians do that shit. You were never, like Kirk Cameron, his dumb ass, he talking about he was an atheist. Bitch, you was never a fucking atheist, okay? You was never an atheist. Okay. Don't play me with that. Do not play that bullshit. All right. Yes, I'm you're lying. You. You're I lying about saying you was a fucking atheist. I was never you, an you atheist. You and Kirk Cameron. Are you happy? No, you was not. Okay, look. That's, that's like that's like me atheist. saying, oh, no, that's like me saying, oh, I woke up. Now I'm going back to now I'm going back to sleep to believe in a dream that I was just having a dream of. You no, you can believe. no. Once you're an atheist, you cannot go back. That's not true. All right, whatever. That is not fucking okay. true unless okay. you were straddling the fence. You were straddling the fence, questioning argue. your beliefs. That does not make you an atheist because you were questioning your beliefs. That's what Kirk Cameron with his dumb ass did. Him and Ray Comfort probably fucking themselves in the ass. No, I know I, I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all because there's no way you can be a there's no way you can be a fucking atheist and say I'm gonna go back to sleep. That's basically what you just said. You did, to, bro. You were not no atheist, bro. That's bullshit. Okay, if you say so. No, you were not an atheist because if you, it, once you once you become an atheist, once you realize, okay, so that means you can go back to believing in Santa Claus, right? Mark? No, that's not what it means. That's not what it means. No, that's, that's exactly because Santa Claus no is what so What's the point of arguing? No, no, okay, so so can you, so can you relapse? No, 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 listen. Can, can you relapse? Can you relapse and go back to believing in Santa Claus? No. Why not? Santa Claus isn't real. How do you know that? Common sense. Common sense does not prove does not does not debunk, does not debunk a, 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 a what was that a, a, a negative common sense don't debunk a negative necessarily when it comes to somebody but what you're saying is your own you probably was in question of your beliefs I understand Christians all Christians believe people and believers they go through that they question their beliefs so you're claiming that just because you question your beliefs made you an atheist no. I was an atheist. You're not an atheist until time. you come to until you until you come to the full realization that your God is imaginary. It's an imaginary friend like Santa Claus. Just like Santa Claus. Fairy. I was an atheist a long time ago. And it so lasted. hold on. How if long you were, if you were an atheist, Mark? If you were an atheist, what made you go back to uh believing in God? What was it that convinced well, you? Well in December of twenty sixteen something very interesting happened. Uh world changed and I saw it change and I saw that there was no way that this was a coincidence. There's two. Okay. Let me give you the example. What I saw was the planet Jupiter move into the constellation Virgo and went into a retrograde motion for nine and a half months came out through the legs. That's described oh, in the book of Revelation. So that's okay, give us chapter and verse. Give us chapter and verse of that. That happened. Give us chapter and verse, though. Give us chapter and verse in the Bible that that, that, that was specifically talking about uh, the procession of Jupiter. It's talking about the procession. That's what he's talking about. You got, you, you got your Bible in front of you? Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't put the own... I don't okay. put, well, look okay, it up. Well, I'm about to buy it's one. Revelation 12, Revelation 1 12. through 4. One through four, okay. 
Revelation okay, 12. so you, so let, let me ask you something. Let me let me tell. You, actually, I'm not gonna ask you. I'm gonna tell you something. Do you know that the people who wrote the Bible were stargazers? That this is not the only time that Jupiter was in that rose in the constellation Virgo. Do you you, you know what the zodiac wheel is, right? The sun is on the cross. Yes, the sun is on the cross. Right. Well, anyways, look up Revelation 12 and read it to me. It says, and there appeared okay, a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. She being with child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. All that took place on September 23rd, 2017. So you saw a dragon. We're, in, we're, in, the we're in that verse. We're in that verse that it said Jupiter, though. Or are you just making shit up? Or are you just trying to conform that with Jupiter? Well, hold on. Where in that verse did it say Jupiter? Hold on. on. September 23rd. Uh, uh, Jupiter, Jupiter is known as the king planet because it's the biggest. The king planet. How do you know? How do you know that? How do you know the Bible verse is talking about Jupiter though? It didn't say king planet. It just said the king. Jupiter. It could have been, been King Solomon. It could have been King. Prove it. But it, but Jupiter is commonly known as the king planet. And Satan is oftentimes associated with Saturn. You know, Saturn, Satan, kind of sounds similar. So Jupiter is, uh, is bigger than Saturn, but they're both big planets. They're both big planets. So one represents God and the other represents Satan. That's just a, um, like a sign, okay? So we see God made the planets and the stars for signs. So anyways, that sign happened on September 23rd, 2017, which was exactly 33 do you know, days. Do you, do you know that that happened? Do you know that that happened? Uh, I just looked this up. Do you know that that happened in 1814 as you had a procession that happened in 1814 as well. Hold on. Well, I'm trying to explain. You had, in this scenario, you had the 12 stars over the head of, of Virgo. Virgo is the virgin, right? Virgo means virgin. Sure. So Virgo ah. is a constellation. And Virgo had 12 stars over its head. Nine of those stars are from the constellation Leo. And then the other three were the alignment of three planets, Venus, Mercury, and Mars. They were all... Where does it say that in the Bible? In Revelation 12, you just read it. It didn't say nothing about Jupiter. But it didn't say nothing about Jupiter. It didn't say nothing about Jupiter. It didn't say nothing about the alignments of the planets. And like that. You're just basically pulling Jupiter, shit. You're just pulling Jupiter shit out of your moved, ass to confuse people. Well, that did not Jupiter say that. Moved in. Well, you're, no, moved this is in. what you're doing. You're, you're telling people that that's what that means when it doesn't mean that. Stop lying to people, man. Stop lying to yourself. I'm just telling that, you that, that Revelation 12 has nothing to do with the alignment of planets. Y'all need to stop this bullshit. Just like y'all predicted that the year 2000 and the year 2012 was going to be the end of the world, and it never happened. We're still alive in 2021. Y'all make that shit up, man. This end times fraud shit got to stop. Up. 
Yes, you do, bro. Bro, what happened? Okay, so so listen, listen. Y2K. The Bible. Did y'all say the Bible predicted Y2K? Your 2000. Everything supposed to end. Did everything end? No. 2012. Did anything end? No. Nothing ended, bro. Cause y'all for making this bullshit up. Y'all keep this end time fraud. She gotta stop, man. All right, I'll pause, stop talking. You don't want to hear it. No, cause you're, you're bullshitting show. us, man. It's your show. I won't. I won't. Yeah, I know. It's, not, it's our talk. show. It's your, it's no, I'm just show. saying you need to stop lying to these people, man. Tell the truth, bro. That you make this shit up. Whatever. I don't have to talk. I don't have to talk about that. Okay, so I, look, look. I will see. I will see you. Look, check this out. Let's check this out. I will see you in 2065, and then we're gonna talk about it. Okay. I'm going on mute, man. This nigga done pissed me off, man. On uh, lifehopeandtruth.com is the Christian website. It says, the woman of the apocalypse, described as being clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head, a garland of 12 stars, represents Old Testament Israel. In the Old Testament, God referred to his people as a woman whom he had dressed in honor and splendor. The garland with 12 stars may be symbolic of the 12 tribes of Israel. Throughout Revelation 12, right. we know that the woman is repeatedly protected by God, especially as the time approaches for the kingdom of our God to be established on earth. In the New Testament, God's church is symbolized as a woman and its members are likened to virgins. The New Testament church is called the Israel of God and likened to Jerusalem above which is called the mother of us all members of the church are described as chosen generation a royal priesthood holy nation or his own special people when Christ returns to earth he is going to marry the church which is called his wife in revelation read more about Jesus Christ in our blah 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 what I don't know man that don't sound like uh, no it don't sound like what you said about no stars and all that. Well, crap. I was trying. Well, I was being interrupted. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> it just got Please. talked over. Now, if you want me to talk about, it, I will. But if you want me to quiet, I won't say anything. But what everything that happened in in what you read in the Book of Revelation twelve took place on September twenty third, two thousand seventeen. That was thirty three days after the eclipse. It was an eclipse, if you recall followed by Hurricane Harvey. That was the 21st and the 25th. And if you look up Luke 21, 25, it tells you that this is the beginning of the, of the, uh, the end, uh, where, the, where the, 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 waves and the waves are roaring and the perplexity of nations and signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. That's Luke 21, 25. That took place. After tw 33 days after that was the event on September 23rd. And a week after that was a shooting in, in Las Vegas in front of a pyramid where you had a lot of Christians massacred by gunmen in Las Vegas in front of a pyramid. And that was on the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Tremens, the Year of Jubilee. So that was prophecy being fulfilled. And when I saw that, I was no longer an atheist. I said, that's impossible. Why doesn't, it, why doesn't the Bible have September 28th? Why doesn't the Bible have those exact dates in there? Are you just trying to, are you just trying to fit shit into your narrative? Because it does not have September 24th or whatever the shit you're talking about. Eclipses have been happening for ages, bro. For eons. You asked me, you asked me for why eons. did I stop? You asked me, why did I stop being an atheist? And I said, because I saw that's a That's weak evidence, man. 
Well, you should have stayed an atheist. If you, if, you really, if you really was an atheist, you should have stayed an atheist because that's weak evidence, bro. That's very look, fucking weak I evidence. Have an, you know, I have an open mind. I'm willing to look at the truth. And if you show it to me, I'm willing to look at it. And when I saw that, I said, I can't argue with this. This really happened. You have an open okay, mind. Okay, have you ever heard of retroactive? I said, well, shit, that's, that's prophecy. I can't ignore that. How open is yeah, your mind? Wait, 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 Say. Hello? I can't hear you. Hear you. Oh, now I hear you. Shut out. Do you, um, do you believe that God created everything in the universe? Yeah. God is the so creator what, what, of everything. How did God get here? Where, where did God come from? Did God have a creator? No. God is eternal. He's invented time. How long did it take for God to invent time? Well, he created it in an instant from his perspective. It's, everything is in an instant. That's why you can see everything. That's why you can see the beginning and, and the end, because he created it. So creation, do you understand creation is necessarily a temporal event? You can't create without time. It takes time to create. Well, you, he created time. And I'm asking, how long did it take? How many seconds? <laughs> well, time didn't exist before he created it. So there is no way to measure time unless you have time. So how could he have created time if he didn't have any time to create it with? It's outside our understanding. So how do you understand it? We're, we're, locked, we're locked in the matrix. We're locked in. We can't imagine what's outside because you've never seen it. You've never experienced it. How would you know it? It's like if I told you... Uh, what you know that this candy tastes great but you've never tried candy before how would you know until you tasted the candy well i can go by yeah. i can go by uh, some weak evidence but it'll still be evidence of the fact that other people say that candy tastes great and i see that it sells and it it's obviously is not filling nobody up it's just too small to be of any true substance so it must taste great to be selling as good as it sells so I could conclude right. without so, tasting so God, the candy that it must taste great to some people. But what I'm trying to get at is, you said you had an open mind. So if you if you were an atheist once and it took that weak-ass evidence for you to change your mind, if you really got an open mind, well, then I'm, I'm asking you, I, I, where, where, did, like, where did you, where does your belief in God, how do you reconcile your belief in God with the irrationality of the idea of, of a God. Because everything that you're saying about God, right? When I ask you those questions, where did God come from? And how did God, how long did it take for God to create time? All of those answers that you're giving me, I can apply those answers to the universe and we don't need a God. I could say the universe is eternal. I could say time well, always I existed. Be, I, used, I used to be an atheist, okay? And then my wife passed away. And then I started to search for meaning. I found Buddhism. Right? I studied Buddhism for four or five years. I got pretty heavy into it. I started to understand karma, reincarnation. You probably understand them too, right? Um, I studied that stuff. I know that that's all bullshit too. So there's a relationship between karma and reincarnation. It's, I don't believe it in it either, but I was studying it. And that led me to a, an understanding of a spiritual realm. And then I started to notice that there's such a thing as UFOs. Now that's 
crazy talk, right? So we won't go into that. But it, it started me looking up at the sky. It started me looking at the, at the stars in the sky and wondering what's going on there. And I was investigating the paranormal, the paranormal realm. So when I found out that Jupiter had moved into the womb of Virgo for nine and a half months, that's the gestation period of a human being. I said, that's impossible. And it moved out through the lakes. I go, well, that's impossible. There's got to be something more to this. And then I found out that it was prophesied in the book of Revelation, and I took notice of that. And then I started to read the Bible. So I came in through the Bible from the book of Revelation. I was also reading the book of Enoch, because the book of Enoch explains very well what UFOs are. They're fallen angels, and it explains that they're all going to hell. So all that sort of came to me at the same time. So I had a, re- a personal revelation of what's going on because we're... So, so, you're listening, so you're listening to shit that's confirmation bias because somebody saw something in the fucking sky. Do you know that, that, do, do you know that this shit has been happening even ever since... If you look at the stellar calendar, do you know that the whole procession of Jupiter, what you're just talking about, that shit has been happening before the Bible was written. It has no... Uh-oh. Prophecy power behind it. This is some shit that's been happening. So what you what you Dude, looking at, like bro? You you looking at the writings of, of people writing down what they saw in the sky, just like you. They looking at the sky and they noticed the same thing, and then they wrote it down, and then a few hundred years later it happens again, and you going, whoa! They wrote about this. T-. Well, it's on a cycle. It keeps. Well, that happening. ain't all that happened. What? That's not all that happened. That's not all that happened. Before Jupiter moved into the womb of Virgo, there was a comet. And the comet moved into the womb of Virgo like a sperm. Are you talking about Levy Shoemaker 9? Are you talking about that comet? There was a comet. It's I don't know still what circling. Yeah, that's the same one. That's the same one that hit Jupiter. That's the same so, one that ran into Jupiter. Have you, yeah, you need to look up <laughs> astrotheology, man. Have you ever heard of that term? I don't believe in it, but whatever. You heard uh, of it, though, right? December 2000. December 2016. No, he, 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 hold on, man. Before you finish, Quayle, he's actually using astro theology to prove the Bible as a prophecy. That's why he's I, using that's it. He don't I'm believe asking. in it, but he's using it. Yeah. He's using it. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you that the prophecy of Revelation 12 came true in the stars. Yeah, but you're using, you're using oh, astro theology, though. Okay. You're using astro theology to prove a prophecy, a so-called yeah. prophecy, as you say, something, some shit that's oh, been going on even before, even before we was even in, even came on, even before we even all evolved on Earth. This is something that's been happening. Like, uh, do you know how far the, before, the, that's retroactive uh, writing? Yeah, well, I saw with my own eyes the. That we're not saying that you didn't see it. We, we, we know you saw it. Right. But we, what we're saying is Quite that far. a long time ago, some more people saw it too, and they wrote it down in the Bible. It's not a prophecy. It's like writing down, okay, every 20 years, this, this well, uh, I don't know patch of land floods. If, if, uh, listen to me. If I write down every 20 years, this patch of land floods, and I write it down in the book, and then 2,000 years later, Mark comes along and he reads it, and then the, the land floods, and he's saying, whoa, this book, predicted this no it's just because they kept a record of this this thing happening and they wrote it down it's not a prophecy okay what happened what happened on september 23rd was more than just jupiter moving out of the 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 legs of virgo it was also the 12 stars over the head it was the sun at her shoulder and the moon at her feet and there was a dragon between the legs and you're asking me what are you talking about a dragon right what dragon though do you have evidence of this dragon Yes. Do you have evidence of a dragon? He's calling it a dragon. There's some Thank stars in the sky that he's calling a dragon. 
There was a he's, he's, talking, he's talking about the he's talking about the constellation Draco. He's talking about the constellation Draco, no, Draco or whatever. You don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so so, so okay, so 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 there's a link where you can cam up and show us this dragon that you supposedly saw. Well, I can try to find. But the link. I know you're talking about. The, I know you're talking about the constellation Draco. No, wrong. That's wrong. I'm not talking about the constellation Draco. You think I am, but it's not what I'm talking about. There was an actual uh, uh, anomaly. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You can look it up. Don't don't trust me, okay? I'm just telling you what I saw, and you can you can verify it. You don't have to trust me. There was a there was an anomaly at that at that uh, during this event, and you know that uh, Google Google has a uh, uh, an application called Google Space. They blacked out a section of Google Space, but amateur amateur astronomers took a picture of what Google blacked out, and it was a red dragon, and it was between the legs of Virgo. So there, there's an amateur, more than one astronomer, amateur astronomer that photographed a red dragon. It was a, it was a. a a bunch of stars, it was like connecting the dots, but it had eyes and a face with teeth. <laughs> it's insane. It was there. And I'm like, how, how, how do you know that that's not you know that that How do you know how do you know that that's not the only time that's happened though? This could have just been happening. If that was true, how do you know that it's not a natural phenomenon that's been happening? You don't have to trust me, okay? If you don't want to believe it, don't no, believe I, it. No, I mean, I, I can look but it up, and if you, it, even if you're, even if you're correct. Right, I'm Even if you're correct, right it's now. not a personal thing, bro. I'm looking at it right I'm now. I'm not trying it to prove anything to like, anybody. Um, you, can, you can decide for yourself. Yeah. It looked like You're asking me why like I'm no longer an atheist. Supernova, That's why. All right? And and um just the the energy coming off of it and you can you know how like you look at the clouds and you see an elephant in the clouds or something. So that's what they talking about when he said oh, okay. it's got eyes and teeth. It's, it don't got eyes and teeth. It's just a, a supernova, bro. <laughs> that's all it is. Something exploded. Okay, well, a, a, couple, nights, a couple nights. Wow. A couple nights after that event took place, there was a meteor shower, and that night, the same night as that meteor shower from the Draconoid galaxy that you're talking about, and that's spoken of in the same prophecy in Revelation 12. It talks about the dragon swung his tail and sent down a third of the stars. Well, that, a couple nights or the night after September 23rd, there was a meteor shower from the Draconid uh, uh, constellation. And on that very night is when we had fires in Santa Rosa that were, was uh, at two o'clock in the morning. There were like 15 separate fires all happened at the same time on the same night as that meteor shower. Now that got my attention as well. And my eyes opened up and I said, this is too much coincidence. What's going on? Um, so how, how do you know that that's, that hasn't been going on? You know, I'm, we always have had wildfires, right? You're thinking that because your lifespan conforms to this, this day and age only solidifies the Bible because this shit has been going on even before you was born, even before our great grandmother was born, even before even when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth, they have been having this shit. Actually, they had worse, or they had worse catastrophic catastrophic events. We went through seventeen 
no, not 17, seven extinction periods. The Triassic period, the Jurassic period. Uh, extinction. We went through several extinction periods. We had way more worse catastrophic events. Meteor showers. That's been happening. You're trying to equate a biblical story, a fairy tale, to something that they wrote down and say, okay, so me and Crayley, we saw a meteor shower last night. We're going to write it down, and hopefully 20 years, they'll believe it's true, that it's prophecy. No. It was convincing. Yeah. It was convincing to me, but it's not convincing to anyone else, so that's fine. But that's, you asked me, why am I no longer an atheist? That's why, because I saw those events. And you probably was an atheist maybe about two or three days. Now, you don't have to believe it. You probably was an atheist probably about two or three days, right? You were no atheist for like a fucking year, because can't nobody be an atheist for a whole fucking year or more and not exist. Well, I'm going to go back to sleep. Choice. No, you were a believer by choice as well. You had no choice in your belief. But then I was a programmer. I was working at a company called Kofax, and the guy I was working with, he was an atheist, and he told me that there is no such thing as God. And I, I thought, well, let me see if that works. And so I thought to myself, I'm just going to go with the theory that there is no such thing as God. And immediately I felt like this kind of glow come over me. I go, hey, this feels good. I no longer have to worry about God anymore. And I stuck with it. And so I remained an atheist for about, you know, 14 years, I guess, 13 years, 14 years. But then my wife passed away. And then I thought, well, where did she go? And I started thinking about Buddhism because her mom was a Buddhist. I started to follow Buddhism. And Buddhism gave me a lot of answers to questions. But then this thing happened. And I said, oh, hold on, hold the phone. You know, I'm so your wife death wasn't in the enough? book of Revelation. Time to switch gears back to book of Revelation. And then I realized things are happening. For 14 years, hold on, for 14 fucking years, you didn't believe in God, but then when you saw a, you saw a natural phenomenon in this, in space, that convinced you that there was a God because of a natural, so that means you didn't pay attention to starlight or stars or natural phenomenon until somebody told you that there was no such thing as God. So basically, well, you, was, you was gullible, you was, you was being gullible. That God could have told you anything. He said, he could have said there was no such thing as God, but there was pink elephants orbiting Saturn, you know what I'm saying? So you need to believe in them and believe that they die for your sins. He could have told you any fucking thing. I was studying Buddhism at the time, so my mind was open and receptive to all types of ideas. I was meditating, and I, I meditated, and I asked for the truth, and I got the truth. My opinion, you don't have to believe it, though. Who'd you get the truth from? Well, I, I got it from God, apparently. I, I mean, my eyes were open. Who's God? Which God? Which God are you talking about? Who God? What God? Is, how do you know? What, did you get it from Vishnu? Did you, get, did you get the truth from Vishnu, Krishna, Horus, like Osiris? Wrong. Signs happened. No, no, no. No, who did you get? No, we want to know who you got the truth from. Cause we, we're trying to we're trying to pinpoint this God you're talking about. So who did you get the truth from? Which God did you get the truth from? Because the Egyptian gods are the oldest gods or deities that was created by man, but they weren't actually uh, portrayed as real people or real things and principles of nature. So did you get the truth from Amun-Ra, Asar, Aset, Heru? Oh, I got it from Set? I got it from the September 23rd event. No, what God did you get the truth from? Who did you talk to? What God was in your head at the time that you said, oh, there is no such thing as atheist, uh, there, there is a such thing as God? Who told you that? I was, 
I was sending out a a, a, a request uh, to the spirit realm. I, nobody in particular, because I didn't believe in God. I believed that there were spirits, but I didn't believe in God. And I put what out. What is a spirit? A re- I knew what is there a spirit? spirit. What, what is a spirit? Well, they're demons. So you mean tell me demons? So demons told you? <laughs> Quaily, bro, Quaily, I'm going on mute, bro. I got I, I, let me laugh. Uh, I got to laugh in silence, bro. Fall, it's a fallen angel. It's a UFO. Aliens. Think of aliens. You know, people talk about aliens. I call them demons. You can call them whatever you want. I don't know. They're, most of them are uh, wherever. I don't know. I don't know where they're from. But they, they exist uh, on the earth and they exist in space because uh, Lucifer is, or Satan, he, he controls gravity, he controls electricity, he controls all that shit. He's out there. And there's a war that's going to happen. And then he's going to be cast out of space, and then it's going to be a war on the Earth, and that's where we're looking at in the next couple of years. I mean, that's what you so say. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. But like, what if it don't happen? Are you still going to believe, or are you going to become an atheist? Or are you going to die thinking that it's going to happen? I got to. I, I have faith that this is going down. I mean, it, it, so in so ten far, years, when it don't you know, happen, are you going? Are you going to stop believing? No. No, there's just too much evidence, in my opinion. It's so my you're opinion. Gonna, you're going to die a believer. I have free will. Even if it don't happen. Yeah. I'm gonna, absolutely. I'm saved by, by the blood of Jesus. I'm not going to give up on that. Even if I do, I'm still saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. What's the what's the point of hell? So so explain this hell concept to me. This guy Satan, he, yeah. he, he's winning souls to go to hell, right? So... If you want to, ca- if you've got a wild beast roaming around in the woods, one way to capture that beast is to build a pit and put sharp spikes down at the bottom of that pit and cover it so that the beast can't see it. And then you just be patient. You just wait. Eventually, the beast is going to walk over your pit and it's going to fall in. And then you've got him, and you're not going to let him out. So what's That's the point? That's the purpose though? of hell. What's the, saying, what's the point? Well, you're a wild beast. If you don't believe in, in God, you're a wild beast, and so he's going to trap you. The way he traps you is he waits until you're dead. But doesn't God know the future, the right? God knows the future. So he knew yeah. 14 billion years ago when he created the universe that Kwali Kush wasn't going to believe in him, and he still made me. Why would he do that? Yeah. He could have just not made That's me at all. That's pretty brutal, isn't it? It's, you're you're going to wish that you, that you were never born. It says it says that in the Bible too. So how did People you, go how, to did you rule out, how did you rule out the possibility that God was just um, filtering out who the gullible people were and all the gullible people that were stupid enough to believe in Him even they don't even though they only had weak evidence or no evidence He's going to send those people to hell and the people who were smart enough not to believe in Him they He He wants those people in His kingdom. How did you rule that out? Well, I kind of see what God's doing. I kind of see what he's up to. He's, he hates sin, right? We can establish that God is, has no sin. He hates Lucifer. He hates sin. Didn't, didn't God create sin? No, Lucifer was the author. You sure about that? Lucifer's the, God created Lucifer 
and Lucifer. No, the God creates sin, though. It's, Lu it's Lucifer uh, sin. It's Lucifer sin. Lucifer. Lucifer is the author. Quaily, hey, Quaily. Read, 40, uh, <laughs> read, read, Isaiah 45, verse 7. <laughs> Isaiah 45 and 7. Read. <laughs> uh, so, so you, so you said your God is not responsible for sin, evil, and other. So what? No, God hates sin. Okay. Well, well, we got a verse that shows you that your God created sin. So, so God has a plan to eliminate sin from the universe. And that is but did he? But, but no. But see, that's that's the thing. Would you create calamity in your household? You cut out, Kwame. Would you create drama in your household? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, Kwame. Sorry about that, brother. Uh, you bet now. Well, we got Isaiah forty-five and seven. Said, "I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I am the Lord. I do all things." Hmm. You might want to you might want to call your God on the phone about this, uh, Mark. Because your God, God said He created evil. God too. uses evil. There's no doubt about that. Maybe He did create. But He evil. said, "No, we, we, yeah, know. He created evil." My though. understanding so is he, that. My understanding is that He didn't create, but maybe He did. I don't know. Or maybe He just. Uh, so you, are you could, don't really. It doesn't change my belief one way or the other. You know, if He created evil, then that's fine with me. So you're only so this, this is the this is the thing, Mark. This is the thing we're trying to. And I know I was a little outraged because I've been I just left a Super Bowl party. I've been drinking a little bit, but I'm well aware. I'm well aware, and I'm on my way to work right now. So I'm, but I'm well aware, you know, that you sound like an abused wife. That's what you sound like. That's why I brought the abuse abused wife concept. No matter what God does. It's okay. So if you have a so if you have a grandchild or a child, and God comes down and decides to rape your baby, would you be okay with that? Well, I I I, I, I identify as the abused wife. There's no doubt my life has been one disaster after another. I don't know how your life has been going, but my life has been one disaster. Well, I ain't no abused wife because I ain't gonna let no motherfucker imaginary fuck me up. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm just saying, if you had a child or a I grandchild or whatever, and God uh, hold on, and God comes down to and decides to rape your grandchild. Or your baby, would you be okay with that? Here, God, come rape my baby. No, I don't like. Is God, I don't okay, like with the things that have happened to me. I don't like the things that have happened to me, but they taught me a valuable I'm lesson. You, that's not what I asked you, Mark. Are you okay with God coming in front of you, and and he said you have to watch? They couldn't understand what you said. Cut out. I said, is God? Would you be okay with God raping your grandbaby or baby, whatever? I don't know how old you are, so I mean, I'm assuming that you may be in your mid to late 40s or whatever. I don't know. 58. I'm 58. Oh, shit. You saying that? My dad, my dad believes he's a Hebrew Israelite, so, you know, uh, we go back and forth on that. Um, no, I would not be okay. I would not be okay with uh, somebody. So you're more more than your God. So you're, so you're more. Do, do you know that God ordered the killing and raping a baby in your Bible? Do you want the chapter and verse? Ahead. You want the chapter and verse? Your God about? ordered the rape, the slavery, and the slaughter of innocents in your Bible. Well, you're saying, well, hold babies. on. Hold on. You just threw in the word innocent. 
That's not in the Bible. Innocence, yes. They innocent. Yes. They, they were, they were uh, destroyed because of the evil that they did. So, Mark, are you, so, so, okay, so, so, are, is it okay for God, is it okay for God, is it okay for God to kill a baby, an innocent child of a murderer? So that child deserves to die as well as the murderer that somebody that went on, that's, that's a serial killer. So that child got to die too. That's what God does. That's what God does, yes. But is it more, but is it more to kill a baby though? Is it, is it more to kill a baby of a serial killer? That's what he does. Is it no? It, I'm asking you. Would you do it if you was God? No. I'm not God. There's a lot of things I wouldn't do. I wouldn't create a hell. Why not? Because I don't like hell. I don't want to send anybody to hell. Mark, you, you know, Mark, you know what you're doing. You're, you're telling us. You're telling us that you're more moral than your God. You have no, way I'm more morality than your God. But yet, I, no, I no. I, you don't agree, you're, but you're more moral than him. That's exactly what you're telling the audience. God. You're telling us that... I can't... can't but why, why would you worship a moral thug? Why would you worship an immoral thug? Because I'm afraid. Well, I'm going to leave. I'm afraid of, of a God that would throw me into hell for eternity wrong with that <laughs> you should be too but you didn't even verify that, well, that there, was a, there was a hell for him to throw you to well i believe in hell only but, but all right here listen to yourself you only believe because you're afraid you're afraid because you believe why well, yeah i believe that there is a hell i believed that even before i was a christian I knew there was a hell before I was a Christian. I knew, because in Buddhism, they believe in hell, too. Did you, did you know that? Buddhists believe in hell. Atheists don't. Well, atheists don't believe in anything. Right. And, you know, we're much freer. And we're much, much happier. Well, you are free. It's an illusion, but you're free. You're no doubt about it. You've got, you've got, a, you've got a... a a life that you don't have to be afraid of anything because you don't believe anything that's outside uh, physical, the physical realm. You believe that you just fade away after you die. Well, can you uh, can you prove that there is anything that is not physical, that is actually in existence? Uh, the electromagnetic spectrum. That's physical. No, not really. That's, that's yeah. That's uh, that's light, bro. That's electric. That's electrical. That's not physical. That, yeah, that is you very can measure physical. it. You can measure it, but there's things that you can't measure. It, it, yeah, you can measure it, but it can be observed as well. The things that are physical, right. it can be observed and testable and demonstrable, and that's tangible. Light, that yeah, can, they, they or whatever, it can be observed. Your God. That's right. Those, yeah. yeah, those are those actual are particles. You can believe in. If you can measure it, you can believe no, it. Right? Those are, no, that's no, you're wrong. Those are things that you know exist. Those, you don't need to believe in electro spectrum. That those are things that you know exist because you can yeah, observe you know them. You don't need to believe in them. You don't need to believe in the sun because the sun is observable. Is, is observable and it's tangible. Well, I, well, I wouldn't go touch the sun, but the atheist doesn't believe in so anything. Not, he measure if he can't measure it, he doesn't believe in it. That's an atheist. Of course, correct. Correct. That's an atheist. Right. Of course, they don't. 
Of course. Okay, I understand. If it's, if it's not observable, why should we believe in something that's not there? That's gullibility. Because you're assuming that you know everything. That if you can't... No, it, atheism has nothing to do with knowledge of, of, of a particular subject or anything. Atheism deals with one question, whether, whether, whether or whether or not a God exists. That's atheism. It does not deal with subject matter. It deals with a question. Yeah, you can't measure God. You can't prove he exists. Therefore, you don't believe in God. Why should I believe in a God? Well, you don't have to. It's a choice. You have free will. But did God, Okay, so did God know prior to him creating me that I wasn't going to believe in him? He's, he knows if you're going to believe in him or not, of course, but you still have the choice. To okay, so, so, okay, so, 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 um, so, so whether or not, so this hell is based off of whether or not I believe, right? Yeah, you don't know what you're going to believe tomorrow. You know, you might have nightmares. Um, okay, uh, yeah, I don't see how that's an equivalent to the, to what we're talking about, but I'm just saying, you know, we have lots of we have lots of belief, but our beliefs, like say for instance, see the concept of belief is like okay, so Quayle, I'm gonna get in my car. I believe it's gonna start. The reason why I say I believe my car is gonna start because I have uh, 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 evidence that my car has been starting prior to me getting you know every time I got in it. So I'm gonna have that type of belief that my car is gonna start once I crank it up. Those are different beliefs. So we have beliefs, but our beliefs are based off of tangible, um, uh, uh, what's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's been based off of a reasonable, uh, rational consideration of evidence. See what I'm saying? Then when you're talking what about, happens? when you're talking about belief in a, when you're talking about the belief in a God, that has, I never had to believe in a God. I was told to believe something like that existed, but I had no evidence of it. I have evidence of my car start turning on and turning off and working for me in perfect condition, all this other stuff. I've had, I have evidence of that. So I, can, so I can say, yeah, I believe my car is going to start when I get in it. But I don't you have belief have in your faith. God. You might have faith that, that your wife is not cheating on you, okay? And then one day you come home and guess what happens? You find her in bed with somebody, right? Now you have new information. What are you going to do? Are you going to continue to believe that she's not cheating on you? Or are you going to... No, because I know she's not... That you just no. Believe? So that means faith is... Your no, because... Right? Thing, right? But once you get new information, what do you do with that new information? Do you ignore it? Or you what information do you have on God? Well, okay, so what information? what information, by that logic, what information do you have on God? For me, I told you that when I saw that September 23rd event, it changed my mind. That was new information for me. I saw that. I said, that's impossible. That can't be. What's going on? And then I started to look into it and the more i looked into it the more i realized it's coming out of the bible and i said this is impossible and the more but I again to, like I like okay so, so you're all over the so, so mark you're really all over the place we went from talking about cheating lives until this september 3rd 23rd or whatever shit you're talking about in 2017 how did, did you did you even bother to research how long has the, the procession of jupiter has been going on. Did you ever research that, or you just saw it one good time and said, "Oh, therefore God exists. Therefore the Bible is true," because we because we saw a natural phenomenon that's probably been going on for ages since the beginning of time. It was more than just the Jupiter. It was also the crown of stars over the head. It was the sun at the shoulder, the moon at the feet, and the dragon. Again, again. Did you did you even research how long that's been going on? Yeah, I did a lot of research before I realized this is impossible. 
like I said, did you know that they stopped, that, it, that it also that same phenomenon happened in 1814? It didn't happen in 1814. You're full of shit. You, uh, okay. Those well, did well, not happen okay. in 1814. You're just making that up. Okay. I'm not making it up. Okay. Well, whatever. Okay. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> you, no, you don't want no. This, 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 this. Mark, that's your homework, man. Oh, yeah, dude, you said he googled it though, bro. I googled it. When? How, I googled how it right often now. That, uh, effect happened. Uh, because we got to. Uh, we're gonna have to close out real soon. So, uh, I'm let y'all get All right, your I'll last you guys go uh, words in, and then we're gonna close out the show. Anything y'all want to say before we head out? Uh, nah, man. Peace, man. I hope y'all had a good Super Bowl weekend, man. This is Kwame Lebesky, man. Please me black African power to the people, man. Hey, man, we're just trying to spread awareness and confidence to our black communities, man, and around the world, man. Y'all tune in, man, to next Sunday. We're going to get, we're we getting it, man. We're gaining traction, man. Please support us. Like, share, and subscribe, man. Hit the like button, man. We need those likes. We need that subscription, man. Y'all subscribe to us, man. We got some good, we're going we're gonna to be giving out some awards pretty soon, man. If y'all like, subscribe, man, please, man. Just give, show some love to us, man. That's all I got to say, brother. All righty, man. I appreciate you uh, coming through. Uh, Mark, you got anything you want to say before we close out? I just uh, thanks for letting me uh, come on and, uh, you know, had a good time. All right. Well, well, we appreciate you, man. Hopefully you'll call back in another time, man. Your homework is to find out when those celestial events happen if they happened again you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna pretend like i know what kwame said it happened in 1814 so that's what i want you to call back with and, and tell us if you uh found any information on that or not i will look into the 1814 and uh we can talk about it next time cool all right man take care your line all right folks so what i want everybody in the chat right now to do for your boy hit that like button and also go down to the description box and there is a link for our other channel the new thugs and hit that subscribe button on that channel that's our other show so if you like this show you definitely gonna love the new thugs it's partially scripted so it's not anything like this show but it is along the same lines we're gonna keep it on educational we'll try to make it a little entertaining and funny but it's always going to be centered around the black community and always educational. So that is our sister channel. So make sure y'all go and subscribe there. And just in case you missed the first episode of the New Thug Show that aired before this episode, we're going to show it again. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We know it was Super Bowl Sunday and we didn't want to miss the show. So we still had a few people come and watch with us and we appreciate that man because we know that super bowl is a big deal in the u.s so we appreciate y'all for coming through so like uh brother kwame said make sure you hit that like button subscribe and share and we're going to do an encore presentation of the first episode of the new thug show